Hello, everybody. This is Bam. And Beans. And, and it, it is disclaimer, disclaimer time. time. Beans and I are not sex birds. And our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health condition or a serious health problem, we strongly urge you to go to an actual medical physician. And for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be here till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you I'm Bam. And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk podcast. Where we like to talk about sex. And we encourage you to talk about sex with us. Oh my god, we're back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I was like, maybe I should look that up before we do this. Do I remember the words? I will tell you, when I was doing test recording, I was trying to do our disclaimer. And um, I could not remember all of it. Oh my god. I used to have that word for word. Down oh, yeah. Pack. Absolutely. And, well, I mean, because I had to listen to it every single week when I was doing the editing. Like, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't remember it. We need but, oh, my God. Then. We do. We need to Oh, my God. Then. It'd be awesome if I could just, like, hand these files over to someone and they make it sound fantastic <laughs> and put it up for me. Like, I, I, I have, like, the first show jitters right now. Like, right? I feel like this is, we're, we're back. It's been... God, it's been over two years because season our, three, our we last episode, season three, <laughs> season two lasted like three episodes. Hey, you know what? Rick and Morty can do it. Why can't we? Okay, fuck <laughs> it. It's good for Richard and and I don't know what's Morty short for. Morticus. Oh, Morticus. I'm taking know. that. I don't fucking care what it is. It's Morticus now. Morticus. <laughs> Morticus. <laughs> Oh, geez, Richard. Morticus, we have to go to the future. <laughs> just just me and you. You and me, Morticus. That was a bad drinking game that I did to you. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I, I know that. I blacked out, but uh, I got close that night. You gave up halfway through the ending of that show, and that was fun for me. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get drunk, so it's it's fun to see you as a feral creature at the house. <laughs> It's not that I don't get drunk. It's just that, like, I'm usually the responsible one out in public. Don't and get drunk. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. When I'm at home. I don't anymore. Yeah. To be honest, like, I don't anymore. There have been a couple of times. The last time I remember being, like, drunk was actually uh, during a work day. Oh, nice. I no. love work day drunks. Yeah. I mean, when you work in the alcohol industry... And I just so happened to be studying for my W sets, which is like the f- wine service. I don't know what it stands for, but it's the the wine. It's like your owls, like, but for wine. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, exactly. I am a first level wine wizard. That's nice. Me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I had to try like twelve different. Okay, no, it wasn't twelve. It could not have been twelve. Was it twelve? Maybe it was like six. I think it was six different types of wine. Um, but I had to try them with different types of like food to okay. taste what it tastes like with like like something fatty, something salty, something with acid, sweet, well, spicy, mean, that kind of shit. Um, that sounds more like a sommelier test. I mean, yeah. Uh, this is the the W sets are what the sommeliers go through, and like the higher level. You oh, complete nice. like the higher level of sommelier you are, um, but I think I like Wine Wizard better. <laughs> I enjoy Wine Wizard better. Yeah, yeah. 
no, uh, it's alliteration for me. <laughs> um, but no, so I ended up drinking quite a bit of wine at like, this was at like 11 o'clock in the morning. So I oh was drunk God. by noon. <laughs> and wine drunk is a different kind of drunk. It is a big difference. If I'm like beer drunk, like shots drunk, I am partying. I am the life of the party. I'm having a blast and I'm bopping around and I can I can recover pretty quickly. Okay wine drunk i get a little loopy and then i get sleepy and i'm like nope i'm done mama mama needs a nap and then mama needs a pizza oh my god i'm done yeah wine drunk is definitely uh i get brutal like brutal mean really yeah like i I thought you only got that way with whiskey like verbally mean Whiskey is physically violent. Oh, physic- yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. With whiskey, I'm just like a rabid raccoon where if you look at my trash, I will fucking karate chop you in the neck and you'll never fucking see it coming. <laughs> but like wine drunk, I am like, I am verbally assaultive. Like I would be Heather from Heather's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I could totally see that. You and it, I haven't been wine drunk before. Yeah. It's, I mean, if I'm getting wine drunk with somebody I love, they are safe, but everyone else around us is a target. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's not fun for other people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I feel like um, that episode of How I Met Your Mother, where they're like uh, trying to find the right type of alcohol to make the guys come together and be friends again. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, they're friends again. Carl, how did you do it? I gave them beer. Oh my god, I have my microphone on a box because it was too low for me because I am an Amazonian woman mm-hmm. and I can't stop myself from tapping on it. So that's going to be fun to edit out later. <laughs> uh, I have my microphone on a candle. On a candle? Yeah. A covered candle, please don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, is it, is it lit? Is it lit? Now, um, I didn't light the candle and go, oh, shit, I got a podcast. Got to put this on there. <laughs> um, also, uh, just to our Gen Zers out there, when we asked, is it lit? We meant literally. It is there fire attached yes. to the wick, <laughs> not is this party lit, bro? <laughs> uh, can Gen Zers even listen to this podcast? Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, Gen Zers are drinking. They're, no, they stop are bringing that in up. The world. They no. are finding their careers and i'm so here for it because go home put some clothes on (laughs) your mom's looking for you yeah honestly like i love i love the way that like gen z is heading because i feel like they they are so much more like into it than any of the other generations like they get it they get their they've got their priorities like they're not gonna let anybody tell them shit and they're just gonna fuck shit up. So. I'm like I'm 50-50 on it. And that's because I've met about 50% of Gen Zers that I'm okay with. And then there's like 50% of Gen Zers where I'm like, dude, get out of your mom's pocket, because like at some point in time you're going to have to have some type of job and a career. Yeah. And you can't party every day off of her credit card. Because yeah. like that debt's gonna come back to you. Just I'd love so to know. go back to those days, man, uh, of staying at home. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I don't think either of our moms gave us a credit card. No, <laughs> so no, no, no. I don't know what days you're talking about. I mean, just like living at home with my mom and not having to worry about a fucking rent check. Oh, yeah. Or a mortgage, for you that know, matter. Like, I can't even say that. Like, at 18, I started paying, like, I actually started paying rent a little bit earlier than 18 because I had a job at 16. Mm. And I actually graduated at 17, so... Yeah. Like my I started right away. Yeah. My mom had um she had a she and I had a really good arrangement and it was the same thing that was afforded to me and my brother where if we decided to go on full time to college, she would let us stay at home for free. Um, but if we didn't go to college, then like we had to have a full time job and we had to help contribute to the household. Yeah. But um because I was a full time student until I was <clears throat> 23 um (laughs) i i got to i got to hang at home for a while i actually stayed at home till i was 25 that's around the time that i graduated anyways so yeah i didn't go to college and that's why i started paying right away i had no desire to go to college though like i just didn't it's a fucking sham nowadays like 
I don't know. I, I've got mixed feelings about college right now because just kind of seeing what people have gone through with the massive amount of, of debt that it has like put a lot of my friends in. Um, I was fortunate, like I got out of the university super early and I went to trade school and I am one of the very like few people of my situation that like have all of my student loans paid off by now, even though yeah. I was like super irresponsible with them because like they were like, hey, yeah, we're going to give you this money to go to school. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to use it to buy a car instead. Yeah. <laughs> You gave me too much, so instead of giving some of it back or saving it, I'm gonna buy a car. Yeah, um, I know one pointer that, like, watching all the people I know go through it. If you're gonna start at any kind of like technical college, always make sure that the credits are transferable. Yeah. I've watched people go to technical colleges and then try to go into like a university or like some other type of college and stuff. And they just spent all that time and all that money, and they're not transferable. Also, um, if you're going to go to one of those technical colleges or trade schools, make sure that it's in with good standing. Yes. Because, like, they could lose their credibility, and they could shut down, and then you just wasted a ton of money that you're not going to get back. Like, you're like, not going to be able what, to use IT those credits Brown? anywhere. Yeah, I think Brown was one of them. Um, uh, ITT. Yep, ITT. Yeah. Uh, my spouse went to Brown. I can't remember which one uh, my partner went to, but it was one of those where he was literally like a few credits shy of a degree and they went fucking bankrupt and shut down. Yeah. Like, he, mine got his degree, but then everybody laughed at him because it was from Brown. Oh, no. Yeah, they were like, this is not uh, a standing college, so it's not actually credible anymore. And he's like, what? This degree isn't worth the paper it was printed on. <laughs> yep. Aha. This is worth wheat pennies. Yes. Anyway, so we are a sex talk podcast. And here we are up on, like, current events and shit. But this is what happens when it's been two fucking years. Two fucking years. The pandemic came and went. Did you hear there's no more COVID? Just, did you hear there's also possibly still some COVID? Did you hear COVID doesn't exist anymore? It's all gone. Did you hear that you can still call it's in for three now. days? It's safe. Let's just make out with everybody. Yeah, but you can still call in for three days and say COVID. So Yeah, but you can't call in for 10 days anymore because people are like, nah, 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 nah. That long lasting COVID, that ain't, that ain't around anymore. Yeah, you only get three now. Yeah, and we know you're vaccinated, so you need to be back here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have a cough or do I have COVID? And then everybody's like, it's almost the same thing now. And I'm like, well, I've got home testing kits, but they expired five months ago. I'm going to take one anyways. I was going to say, you should start testing rapidly and just be like, oh, my God, I hope it's not COVID. <laughs> and hope for <laughs> false positive. <laughs> well, you have five of them that are expired. One of them has to be a false positive. Oh, yeah. So just like take all of them at once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what cool. that's that's how that happens. Yeah. The <laughs> pandemic actually really killed our podcast for a little bit, which is so funny because that was like the time when everybody else started a podcast. I know. And, and we were like, mm, nah, we're going to just we're going to wait it out. <laughs> well, you also just had two babies. Yes. At the same time. Um, you also had two babies. Yeah, I did also have two babies, but they were after COVID. Like, you had yours. Oh, what I, mean? like, I wouldn't say they were after COVID. You're, no, both of your kids were definitely COVID babies. I mean, like, the first one, for sure, was in the COVID, in the vid. The second one, maybe, maybe not. Like, it, COVID may have still been around. We were still poking ourselves just in case, that kind of thing. I... I genuinely believe, like, the first one, yeah, she, she was coming off of COVID, though, because there was still the rules and regulations. But the second one, they were like, we don't care how many people you have in the room. Are you fucking kidding me? You're telling me I could have been in that goddamn room with you? What the well, fuck? I didn't want that many people in the room. When I was hospitalized for the two weeks, there was literally a lady giving birth three doors down, 17 people in the room. And that did not include her nursing staff or the doctor delivering the baby. Good Lord, I was losing my fucking mind because she was having her child 
at 3 a.m. And I just wanted to fucking sleep. <laughs> but they were all screaming and yelling on who got to touch the baby first. And I was like, how about the fucking mom? Leave her alone. Get out of the room. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, I also need to let you know that during that whole spiel, I wanted to sing two different 90s pop songs. <laughs> and I didn't. Because I wanted you. you to get the rest of your point across. I'm very proud of you. But you said three doors down. Yeah. And then you said 3 a.m., which is a Matchbox 20 song. It is. It is a Matchbox 20 song. And I don't know how I feel by not singing the songs that you made me think of right at that point. Like, I feel anxious. <laughs> but now we're past the point of no return. And it would just be really fucking weird for me to do it now. I mean, it's one of those things where you can just start singing it randomly <laughs> later if it just boils to a point where you can't sit still. I'm here without what you, Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't tell our listeners this, um, but we are actually recording from two different places. Very different locations. Over Google Meets. So, um, Google Meets, give us free shit. Yeah, hey, Google Meet, sponsor us, yo. Uh, this is the first time that we've been in uh, separate locations recording. So this is definitely going to be... That's probably why we're rambling so much today, because we're just so nervous. Well, also, like, um, not only can I hear myself through the microphone and um, absolutely hate the way I sound, but now I can also see myself on camera in the Google Meets, and I'm like, great great this is great i look i look like trash <laughs> uh i have only a single light on in my entire front room but you and are the gorgeous only, the only thing that looks like it's done on my face are my eyebrows <laughs> i'm just ducking those bitches up because i accidentally put foundation on them that's so great um yeah great. so our sex talk podcast has gone through a lot of different ups and downs um but beans and i both genuinely agreed that coming back right now is kind of just it's important to us because we have a topic that is kind of really close to us and i feel like it's important to a majority of our listeners that we've kind of connected with over the last month and a half couple months um some people who have been talking to us and telling us things and we just kind of want to re-solidify that even if we're not constantly talking to you every week and letting you know what a great job you're doing and how amazing you are as a person, we are still out here supporting you guys no matter what it comes to. We are happy to listen to you. We are happy to be around you guys. We're happy to hang out and just do the damn thing even without a constant podcast going out. So I do appreciate everybody who comes up to us and talks to us about it. Um, I love the people who harass us about when we're going to be doing this again. So shout out to you guys that we just saw on Thursday for harassing us. I, I do have to interject and say that our last episode has over 500 listens. So, you oh know, people God. are going back and listening to that again because they miss us. Oh my god, that's a lot of listens for us. Like, you guys really missed us, didn't you? You really missed us. I remember when we got 50 listens and you and I were jumping up and down. Like, oh I remember my god, when we got oh our first god. 100 listens and it was like, it was amazing. It, it was, was like such the, a good feeling. It was an amazing feeling. Honestly, like, any additional listen makes me feel super happy about it. For sure, for sure. Also, happy pride. Happy pride. Uh, we're recording this on, fuck, what day is it? Monday, the 5th. So we're yes. five days mm -hmm. into Pride now. Um, I think it, that, that's also one of the things that was just like really pushed us to want to get back into it because just of how we feel about our alphabet army and, you know, just like the whole community and things like that. Yes, we are super excited um, about coming back this the month of the pride um and like i said we have a topic that's actually really close to beans and i uh but i think in honor of pride i have to give a huge shout out to beans herself for helping me with this episode would you rather ding, ding. 
<laughs> I know everybody's like, oh my god, it's back. They've talked for an hour and a half about bullshit and college. <laughs> just, just get to the good stuff. Skippers, you can you can just stop right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the good stuff now. All right. So Beans and I came up with a good one, and it's would you rather come out to a grandparent or a boss? Beans, we do you wanna you wanna start off? You wanna so- so I kind of froze for a bit because I was like, yeah, I helped make this one this week. But then I didn't actually think of what my answer would you, be. You, you just now were like, oh, wait, I also have oh, to answer wait, this. I have to answer this. Um, oh, my God. Uh, honestly. Okay. So, like, I want to say my boss. But. It would have to be in a way that is, like, totally appropriate for the workplace. Like, I don't want to just, like, ambush him and be like, ah, so I'm gay, right? Like, <laughs> but I also don't want to be like, um, like, I don't know. I think, let me narrow it down, though, because I already know, I can already hear it in the back of my head. When you came out, if you were working, would you have rather told your boss then or would you have rather told a, gra- a grandparent? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely my boss then. Because, like, my grandparents were all living. And also, I was, I mean, I was young. And, like, I don't know. I think the way that I came out was kind of, like, gradual. It wasn't, like, all at once out. Um, because it wasn't more like a, I knew right away that I was bisexual. It was, like, more so... Okay, well, I'm. Oh, one of the the things that we liked to say back in the day was by curious. I was oh, yeah. curious. Like, I like to date boys, but I also like to kiss girls. So, uh, you know that kind of thing. Um, and honestly, it wasn't even until a little bit later that I realized, like, no, no, I I am attracted to women, and no, no, I don't just want to kiss girls, but I also want to like do other things with girls and then it came back to also like well i don't date girls but why don't i date girls is it because i don't want to date girls or is it because i am intimidated by girls so like the simple (laughs) there is no simple answer for me about when i came out but i think regardless of where that is in the timeline it would always just be more comfortable for me to come out to a boss than one of my grandparents, just because I never had a close relationship with them. Just would rather like not address it. Yeah. What about you? This one is actually a little tricky for me. I do have a pretty solid relationship with my grandparents. I came out before I was actually working. So uh, I would only have one option at that point. Um, But if I were to do it in like today, bam form, I think I'm just, I'm really comfortable with, I don't know. I I wouldn't give a shit either way. I think I would probably come out to my boss if it was my boss now. Cause they're like, they're very loving and understanding people. And they just genuinely want you to be as comfortable as possible in your own skin. And it, not to say that my grandparents wouldn't want that, but I wouldn't want them to feel uncomfortable trying to figure out how to support me because it's something different it's it is still new to a lot of like that older generation because they're a lot of them were forced to be closeted so they don't know how to support the generation that's able to speak out and be themselves now so i would definitely say probably my boss just to keep the comfort level of my grandparents to where it is but i've never not told them anything that's going on with me okay cool like i've definitely had a few times where when my grandpa would ask me like oh is that your girlfriend and i'm like well we're not dating but he's like that wasn't actually the question and i was like wait what's the question and he meant like a girl that is a friend (laughs) and i was like oh then yes yes but don't let her hear you say that because that is not how she will take it and he goes got it so your friend over there my goodness (laughs) well like and i feel like um and i i know that we were going to talk about this a little bit later but uh whenever i would talk about 
being bisexual, one of the biggest, like one of the most asked questions is, but you're dating a guy. Oh, I love that. It's but you're favorite. with a guy. But you're with and a it's guy. Like, it's like, yes, my partner currently is, is, a, is a guy. He is, he is a dude. He is a male. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't consider dating a female had he not be around. I mean, especially when uh, when I was getting married, uh, a lot of people were like, oh, so you're straight now. And I was like, no, uh, I just chose my life partner. And it just so happens that that life partner has a penis. And I mean, I don't understand. I was like, I don't. It doesn't stop me. From still being attracted to both sexes. Yeah. Like that that whole thing doesn't stop. It's yeah. definitely like I I could still have a wife if my husband was murdered. So that was the would you rather. I think that that actually goes really nicely and kind of like segues into what we wanted to talk about today. And yeah. And it, it you know, being that. Bam and I are both bisexuals. We wanted to discuss this article that I found. Minus18.org. Australia. Australia, mate. Must be a lot of bisexuals down under. Busting seven myths about being bisexual. Basically, it it just kind of like outlines the seven myths here. And I thought that maybe going over it with you and sharing both of our experiences would be fun and educational yeah i mean genuinely why we started the podcast was just to be very open about ourselves and honest to our listeners and hopefully to give the younger generation a little bit of confidence you know what not even just the younger any person who listens in any generation just a little bit of that confidence to just stand up for themselves because just because you are with one person does not mean that you're not, you know, a How part you of. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for finishing the sentence. I couldn't get out. Hey, I'm the beans to your bam. You sure are the beans to my bam. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, you're not just confused. Bisexual people are often accused of being confused that they haven't figured who they really are attracted to. That's totally not true. Being attracted to more than one or even all genders is totally valid. And hey, it means that you can find lots of people cute. And I do. Yeah. Regularly. The bi panic is real. I think one of the hardest things that was in high school, uh, I went I went with like a group of friends and sexuality came out because we had a couple gay friends with us. And I actually had a gay man tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about when I said I was bisexual. And that was kind of like, oh, okay, like that hurts a little bit because I kind of felt like we could have been supportive of each other yeah, for different reasons. But that felt very, for me, it was, I'm happy that I had other friends go through a different situation where they could kind of like bring me back and be like, no, it's not because he's gay. It's because he's just a fucking asshole. That was just end of story. That guy was just a prick and it had nothing to do with his sexual orientation and why he tried to belittle mine. Mm-hmm. So the being confused, uh, I've gotten hate from people inside of our own alphabet warriors where it's like, I understand I'm not a part of, of it because I'm bisexual and bisexuals don't count. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like we we aren't included in the in the alphabet because we can choose to to like be norm and like be part of the heteronormative if we wanted to kind of thing. Like it's it's definitely um a little bit of a dated view for sure. I know that we're getting a lot more love and support nowadays yeah um but it it is it's 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 very disheartening to have someone who is like part of your friends group or um someone that you look up to who is within the community and you're like you you admire how they present themselves despite of their struggle and they like invalidate the struggle that you're going through because it's somehow less than theirs that and that's just shitty 
I completely agree with that. Um, okay. Honestly, like I've gotten it from both sides. I've gotten it from members of the alphabet army and i've also gotten it from people who are straight like part of the the straight gender norms and everything like that like going well like you just you just don't know what you're talking about right now like you you don't know what you want like you're 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 straight you're straight i've gotten i've gotten a lot of the oh you're just gonna experiment and then you'll be fine it's like yeah I'm not taking medicine to get rid of a fucking cough. And if I'm experimenting as you per se, that would be me testing a relationship with somebody, not experimenting whether I like fish tacos or if I'd prefer a brat for the day. Like I'm not picking lunch. Like I'm, you're genuinely picking people that you want to be with. I, I don't know. I genuinely get, I, I think I get more offended when somebody from the alphabet army makes that kind of comment because it's like you're right i don't know what you particularly went through but i definitely have my own set of things i have to go through and sometimes it's being blocked by the same people that yours are too yeah for sure when you were talking about the experimental phase like, mm-hmm. like people are saying, oh, you're just experimenting. I, I like to challenge people and go, oh, you had an experimental phase when you were in high school, when you were in college. Yeah. Guess what? You're bisexual too. Boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Face plant. Yeah. Uh, I like, I like to actually argue that everyone's a little bisexual. Just a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily say that everybody is bisexual, but what I would say is that everybody is a little bit more fluid than what they want to acknowledge that's that's a good way of putting it that's absolutely a good way of putting it because if you're telling me that you have not found one man in your whole life that you look at him and go that's a good looking man like i would like to shake his hand and maybe put my lips on his lips then like i'm gonna say you're lying I mean, it's even just a, it may not even be like a physical attraction, but it could definitely be an emotional connection. The second myth that we are busting about being bisexual is this isn't a stepping stone or a phase. So as we were saying before about like the, you know, experimental phase, being bisexual or pansexual isn't a stepping stone to being gay. They are both valid and entirely whole as sexualities. Being bisexual also doesn't mean that you're half gay or half straight. You're wholly, totally, entirely you. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone put it that way. I have definitely heard it that way. Uh, You and I are a few years apart. Yes. and And I genuinely feel like even just those few years... Like, the shit that happens in between those few, few years is just iconic. Like, my entire middle school was like, well, if you're bisexual, that means you're half gay. And it's like, which half, though? I need to know which side to get pierced. Like, I need to know which ear to get pierced, which one is the gay half. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, he's got his ear pierced on that side. That means he's gay. He's half gay. Oh, he has both. He has both of his ears pierced and he's bisexual. <laughs> yeah. These are like, what the hell happened to these people? Where they're like, here's the myth I'm going to start. It's almost like Marilyn Manson sucked his own dick because he had his rib removed. You right, like, hey, totally see that happening though, right? Yeah. Hey, remember when Sierra was a man? Oh Don't cancel us. That was an actual like myth that was out there during our like middle school, high school days. Is that Sierra was a guy. The, the Marilyn Manson thing. I, that gets me 100% every time. Every time. Number three, if you're currently with a partner of one gender, you can still be bisexual. If you're a girl and you're dating a boy, you can 100% be bisexual. It doesn't automatically shut off or become less valid because of the relationship you're currently in. The assumption that you're straight if you're with someone of the opposite gender is damaging and exhausting. So true. Yeah. Like, it's... 
that this one is actually the main reason you and I picked this topic for today was because we are both bisexuals who have had or currently have husbands. And that that's been one of the most challenging things still is like, oh, oh, so you're just married to a guy. Sure. I mean, I'll I'll be honest, like I sometimes feel like I am just an ally and like not actually part of the community. Yeah. Because of that. That's that's how I'm perceived. I am perceived as straight because I have a male partner. Definitely do feel more like an ally. But also it's like, so you want me to be with somebody of the same sex. Would that not just make me a lesbian? Yeah. Like then I'm not bisexual Apparently, anymore. That, yeah. Then I'm just I'm just a fucking lesbian. Then. Bisexuality doesn't actually exist. It's either you're gay or you're anything else. Mm. Like those are the options. Bisexual is off the table now. We're fresh out of it. Yeah. Let's just let's let's do this from now on. Let's just fucking support each other. Yeah. You know what? Like, if I want to be part of the Rainbow Army because I like females as much as I like dudes, like, can you just fucking accept me? Can I accept myself? Like, let's just be supportive of each other and just be really positive. I think that is an amazing fucking question you just asked yourself, Beans. Yeah, Because I think a lot of people are going to hear that and remember how fucking hard it was for them to accept themselves waiting for other people to accept them. Yeah. So, I I mean, you and I have literally been fighting for everybody to be comfortable and everybody to have a safe place. Who's fighting for us? Oh, we. Yeah. I mean, we fight for each other. We fight for each other. But we only got so many bullets. <laughs> we've got we've got an amazing fan base, though. They'll be we back. We do. And they'll be ready. They will be back. Juicy J, I miss you. Oh, my God. I miss Juicy J. <sighs> Every single episode is going to be I miss Juicy J. <laughs> I miss Juicy J. We're going to get so much fucking hate for that. Oh, my God. Steven, edit that out. <laughs> got it. But, yeah, no, like. Trying I, to accept yourself is so hard sometimes. And then trying to get. And then supporting others around you who you're like, you know what, we're on the same page, we're going to do this together, we, we're you know, part of the same cause. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you can support us, but you're not one of us. And it's like, well, what the fuck do I have to do to be one of you? Because now, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where else to go with that. Like, obviously, my outrage is yeah. going to yeah. be there forever. Yeah. I also think that it's it's hard. It can be hard to be supportive and accepting of others when you're not 100% supportive and accepting of yourself. I can totally understand that. I could definitely see that. But I would say even at my lowest point, hating myself the most that I ever have, I've always made sure that no matter what your sexual orientation around me you are in a safe zone because helping others has helped me be able to support myself because I'm actually helping people and then I realize how many people are actually going to stick around it kind of gave me that that leverage to be like okay so the ones who stuck mean something and their their words mean something yeah so number four It's just like another kind of reiteration of everything else we've been talking about is you don't have to choose one day. Newsflash, older bisexual people exist. I am one of them. (laughs) Uh, I'm climbing my hill. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm halfway, halfway up it. (laughs) Uh, there's a horrible idea that bisexual people will eventually grow out of their sexuality. That's kind of going along with the same of like it being a phase. 
Um, and that's not true. Everyone can change how they identify throughout their lives, but some people don't at all. I mean, I could, I could see where like the older you get when you settle down with somebody and you just don't feel that attraction to anybody else. I don't think it's necessarily like just to the opposite or the same sex. I think it's just to another person in a specific way. Cause once you find your life partner, no matter what body they're in, if it just so happens to be the opposite sex, then you kind of just feel like, Oh, maybe it was something that I was just going through, but it's like, give yourself the credit. Yeah. It's, it's genuinely, you found a person who is going to be there for you and definitely support you and do the things that you need them to do regardless of their gender. Yeah, for sure. Like if it just so happens to be the opposite sex, then it just so happens to be that way. Yeah. Number five. Number five. Number five. If you've only ever been with people of one gender, you can still be bi. What? I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Being bi doesn't come down to how experienced you are with other genders at all. If you've only been with people of different genders to you, you can still identify as bisexual or pansexual. Remember, sexuality comes down to attraction, not previous experiences. Yup. And that was a big one for me because, like, I've I've never been in a serious, committed relationship with a female. And so, like, that being said, like, it made me question myself. It made me question, like, okay, well, like, do I really, do I identify as a bisexual then? Like, do I count? Does that count? Like, and it wasn't until I was, like, I really did some soul searching and like affirmed myself and was like, no, like this is how you feel. And you can feel these feelings about someone who is the same sex as you. You just haven't had any experience cultivating that into a romantic relationship. Yeah. That's something that I really had to reconcile within myself. And I could definitely see how that journey in itself could be difficult because clearly you're like, well, I'm supposed to like, this is my given idea of what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm just not following that. And I feel like you and I are very unfortunate because I'll even go back to like our parents were unfortunate to have been given like this very high standard of what society is expecting from everybody and that's just kind of trickled down and now it's trickling out and that's why people are like oh my god there's so many more it's like no this isn't the 70s pat like yeah we're fine now we don't give a shit like there's an there's more communities then you think down that door fuck your standards like do you really think that jen and amy were just best friends for 35 fucking years gardening together yeah and going to the pub no they've been gay the whole time my aunt linda and her special friend gail yeah this is my aunt's best friend my aunt's roommate like you you guys are 77 years old and you've been together for 48 years. I think it I think it's time. And you've only ever lived in a one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you guys share a bed. You guys there's only one bed. It's not even Bob and Lucy's bed. Like it is a <laughs> one bed. Yeah. Um number 6 kind of makes me angry. Uh mm. to to think that anyone would actually think this. Six, you're not more likely to cheat because you are bisexual. You're not. Not even a little bit. We don't have time for this gross stereotype. I've never heard of this. Like, like because because I, I like both, like I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat on my relationship with my partner for like the other sex. No. So 
and instead of that, like the actual situation that I have been through is, well, if you kiss a girl, that's still cheating. And I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm sexually attracted to both. Like, I, I'm, if I'm going to kiss somebody else, especially in front of you, like, the audacity. The audacity. It's like, I kiss my friends goodbye. Um, that's just who I am as a person. You know, mm-hmm. kiss them on the cheek. I say goodbye. I get my hugs. No. If I'm going to shove my tongue down somebody's throat, that is cheating. It It is. You know, unless you and your partner have had- consented previously. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it is non-consensual, like romantic. Yeah, if you guys haven't intimate, had the, the poly conversation. Exactly. And uh, number seven is you are an important part of the LGBTIQA community. Oh, my God. Did I not just already talk about that? We did. We did talk about that. Um, Bi erasure is when other people tend to ignore or relabel our bisexuality, usually as either straight or gay, depending on who we're dating at the moment. This happens a lot. When celebrities come out as bisexual and newspapers label them as having come out as gay. Uh, I mean, it goes on a little bit longer, but I mean, we basically, we said it all. Who? uh, I apologize. Just one second. I have to look up the actress. Is it Anna Paquin? It is not Anna Paquin. She's one of my favorite uh, bisexual actresses. Sorry, I know that if I just told you, you would, like, immediately know, but... Okay, here we go. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah. Yes. Kristen Bell. When she was on, like, an actual interview, like, in the interview, they were like, oh, so you had came out as bisexual before, but then you married Dax. Like, are you straight now? And she goes, no, I just so happened to marry Dax. Like, I am still bisexual. I still yeah. find women attractive. Like she like I I feel like I wish that circulated a lot more. But right. obviously that's gonna get swept under any rug that they could have. Mm-hmm. Unless you are looking for it, you're not gonna be able to find it. But yeah. Uh I don't know. That will always resonate with me. Cause she was just like, No, this is who I am, and you're not gonna demean me just because I got married to somebody. Like, you don't get to take away who I am or my identity. Yeah, for sure. Um, should we go down a list of some famous buys? I would love to go down a list of famous buys. Um, Alanis Morissette is bisexual. Oh, we were first on the list. Oh, we're famous buys. Are, are we really famous? I mean, we're small town Facebook famous. Yeah, true. True. Okay. No, we're Bam famous and Beans now. are bi. Bam we're, and Beans are bi. Are bi. Um, Alanis Morissette. Uh, Love her. Alan Cumming, I knew that one. Some of these Alan people I Cumming, don't know. I, I have to, like, put a face to a name. Oh, my God. You would totally know his face the moment you see. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love him so yeah. much. Oh, Allison Stoner. She's bisexual. Really? Yeah. Amy Winehouse. Amy Mm-hmm. What an icon. Yep. Angelina Jolie, bisexual. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Allison Stoner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. Yeah? Was she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. She was Max, the breakdancing uh, yes. cool um, chick. I know her from the Missy Elliott music videos. <laughs> yeah, that's how she got that job. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was also in Camp Rock. She was also in Camp Rock. Also, I follow her on TikTok and she's awesome. I don't have a TikTok. I refuse. I just I just have it for the videos. I just like to thank look at the videos. Thank you for sending me all the ones you think I would like so yeah. I don't have to get well, you TikTok. You don't have to have a TikTok. That's exactly so I don't why have I do to have it. A TikTok. Um Aubrey Plaza, bisexual. Oh. Um, I don't want to butcher her name, but she did the voice for Moana. She is bisexual. Bibi Rexa, bisexual. 
I didn't know Drew Barrymore. Oh, I feel like I did know that Drew Barrymore was bisexual. Ooh, I love that for her. Billy Joel Armstrong, bisexual. Jason Mraz. Oh, yeah. What? And, of course, Brendan Urie, bisexual. of course. I already knew that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, Cardi B, bisexual. Oh, hey, Cardi B. Mm. Lady Gaga. Okay, let's each pick one more person. Okay, okay. But you have to, like, that'd be, a good, picking, that'd be a good one. I was going to say, are we picking somebody that we're going to be like, what? I love that, like, the next 10 minutes of us recording is going to be just us scrolling on our phone looking just for the best bisexual. Great. Now we're just in a bisexual. <laughs> the best war. bi. Huh. I have a. George we... Washington Carver. What? Bisexual. Okay, I don't even want to say anything. The inventor of the peanut. Wow, that wasn't beans. That wasn't it. No, he didn't invent peanut. No, but didn't he? he Those are heart. It's peanut butter. Yes, (laughs) he did something with peanuts. (laughs) Just like make a peanut and be like, he invented the peanut. You are welcome that I've given you the power to harvest peanuts now. He had that bisexual energy. That's how he <laughs> invented the peanut. Yeah. I mean, that's why when you have peanut butter, you're like, am I gay? Nah. Do I want it crunchy or do I want it creamy? Porque no las dos? Porque no las dos? Um, I think, I think my, like, mildly like, wow, I didn't know this um, was Fergie. Yeah. I did not know Fergie. Oh. Go figure. Way to but, go, Fergie. I mean, you know what? The man who invented peanuts, that is definitely the most famous guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's famous for a lot of reasons now. Yeah. He's bisexual. Was He, he, he was around a long time ago. Yeah. R.I.P. George Washington Carver. <laughs> Look at him just putting down foot paths for us. <laughs> well, I think that that pretty much wraps us up. We yeah. have a lot of recording footage for me to go through. Yay. Yay. I'm sorry. I can't also... wait to hack this to pieces. Oh, my God. We've been talking for what feels like two hours. Oh, my God, bitch. It took you 45 minutes to figure out your equipment. Okay. <laughs> We haven't been talking that long. First of all, we talked about college for like 20 minutes and I never went. So (laughs) it did not take me 45 minutes. We didn't mention it before, but we're going to mention it now. If you have any questions or comments or would you rathers, please, 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 please send it to us. Your best friends, bamandbeans at gmail.com. That's bam, the letter N, beans at gmail.com. You can always check us out on Facebook because I sometimes post on there and stuff, but I will always get back to you if you send us a message. Yeah, we'll totally start doing something on Facebook, something that they always say during the podcast and then never follow through. I actually post on it very infrequently. But every once in a while, I'm just like, hey, remember, we love you. I can't can't remember the last time I posted. I'm going to have to take a look. Uh, I'm pretty sure I posted like. I posted not that long ago, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Uh, bye. Bye. I've been working on my podcast. God, I hope it's good. <laughs>